Welcome to The Rat Chat, a podcast hosted by Cassandra, Corbin, Afton, and Ross. Thank you for joining us in the sewers, and welcome to The Rat Pack. I feel like Ross is the best at starting the podcast. I don't know. Um, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just welcome good at questions, back. that's all. Sorry. Welcome back. This is episode two of our lovely Rat Chat, and... While, you know, brainstorming for episodes, we sort of had this epiphany to talk about ghost stories and bring on our lovely, lovely friend and YouTuber, Amadeus. Um, <laughs> do you want to explain um, your YouTube channel and what you do and whatnot before we get started? Um, I plan for my YouTube channel to be kind of just like a creative outlet for myself, so then I can kind of wear myself out mentally so I'm not overthinking at night and I'll stay up. And I also want it to be like a safe space for like myself and other people where they feel comfortable enough to like talk about things that aren't talked about enough. Well, that sounds so sweet. I'm excited to see how it goes. Yeah, me yeah, too. When do you think your first video is going to go up? Um, I want to do it by January, like mid-January, but I don't know how it's going to go down because I don't know when I'm moving back oh, over there. Okay. So, yeah. I'll be your number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like Amethyst is getting like the real experience because when we uploaded the first episode, we didn't have, I edited out the awkward pauses. And now that we're recording, this is like seeing all of this. We start talking and then we just <laughs> stop. And then you go off topic. Uh-huh. <laughs> These are talking about random things. These are like the struggles we go through. Like it's not yep. even a joke. It's so hard. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get back into the groove sooner or later. Yeah. But there's a lot of pauses, and I'm sorry for that. Okay, no, so I don't have any. Like, not that I've never experienced any like paranormal type things. Not paranormal, but you can like talk about like ghosts. Or you yeah, saw something maybe that like, looks a like a family ghost. member who's experienced something. I have three stories, and I'm ready. I think <laughs> I, have, I have three, and then two of them have videos. Ooh, oh yeah! Can even oh show. yeah! Oh no, yeah! I think Corbin oh should go first. <laughs> yeah, because he he's all prepared, you know. Yep. I know he was ready for head. this. I was, and I was about to spoil it a lot. I what? know, yeah. See, you gotta go first. Get it on <laughs> oh, yeah, weren't you saving one for this? Yeah, I saved three because they were really bad in my house. Anyways. I'm so, in the dark right now. I'm, like, freaked out already. Which okay, one sorry. do you want to hear that's interesting? <laughs> which one do you want to hear? Uh, like, I feel like you should go from, like, the lesser ones to the more ones. Like, least to highest. Around October... I woke up, like, around 12 a.m., and I was very dehydrated, and my throat was really dry, and so I heard noises and stuff, and I didn't know what it was, and we didn't have, like, any dogs in, like, you know, that certain area of, like, where the noises were coming from, and so I got up, grabbed my cup from my desk, and I was walking down to the kitchen, and all of a sudden... I just see this black shadowy figure run across from my living room to the kitchen. I fell Ooh. and like 
like I literally fell and I was like really like like I don't know how to say it like like scared like I was so like frozen and I just like like I was crawling back and it was so bad because like I never get scared from like seeing that stuff because I saw it once but oh my goodness it was really scary for me that's terrifying was it like late yeah it was uh, yeah it was really dark too like the living room was like dark dark and I don't know how I saw it but I saw like that's scary an even darker figure like that was bad was it like where was it running across like the From, you, okay kind of if, picture your house okay you know my couch area mm-hmm. okay it ran from the couch to like the kitchen like wall like the hallway oh, has like yeah, ooh. yeah so if well yeah afton went in my house and stuff and i'll make a little that. illustration yeah and it was really scary and i just mm, i actually realized i have four and i was saving i'm gonna save but <laughs> i'm gonna save the fourth one for last because it means something and it was scary. But next story. So I was talking to Cassandra and Afton and I was talking about how I feel like my house is haunted and stuff. My dad told me a story how the this family who was, you know, the dad was a worker of like a pool technique. So he built a pool in like a in like my backyard and it had a spot, but it was bricked up. And so my father was talking about the story and he told me the son went to the pool and drowned. No one else was there. The father or the mother was not there. And so the boy drowned at age two. That's so sad. I remember you telling me that one before. Yeah. And it was really sad. And I don't know if it was really haunted or not, but it was one of like the scary stories I heard of. And it was just sad, you know? Mm -hmm. I hope it's not real. I told my mom about, like, is it, like, real if that's true or not? And she's like, you know what? I don't know if it's really true. And I was like, so you did hear it? And he was like, and she was like, yeah, but I don't know if it's true. I'm like, then it's true. Did they tell her when they were, you were buying the house? My grandma heard it. Oh. Okay. And my grandma told my parents. I trust <laughs> in Mima Corbin's intuition. This is the second last story. So when my sister was living here and I was a little like kid my sister and her friend did an Ouija board how fun right Uh oh Oh, great (laughs) and so they met a little boy who was a little spirit named Andrew and they didn't know what to do but they were there was a lot of activity going on like the lights would flicker in the light and like random stuff would fall and so when they played the Ouija board my mother did not know until my sister told her and my mom grabbed the Ouija board and burned it but ever since she burned it and this was true because my mom told me the story how she burned it um after she burned it no activity has been happening but when I was in the call with Afton and Cassandra again I said can if like you know the spirit that was with my sister like was like there and I said the name Andrew can you knock on the wall and you hear like the slightest like knocking sound. It was so scary, but I think Andrew like watches me and protects me. I feel like it's like, you know, a spirit that's like being really nice to me. Yeah. I remember that. We were on a call and you're like saying knock, knock. And then Cassie was like freaked out. 
Yeah, it was so scary. And then then it actually happened. Like the knocking, you like both of you heard it. I was like, I think I heard it. I can't really remember, but yeah. But yeah, that was one of the scary ones. I feel like it's both like scary and comforting because yeah, yeah, like a bad Mm -hmm. spirit, then it would be doing things to like tantalize you and stress you out. You feel like you're in danger, (laughs) and good thing you aren't. Oh, my last and good story, which was really scary for me. And if you look it up, okay, it's really scary. So I went to my grandma's house and my, we, like, I slept on my grandma's, like, couch area, right? And I woke up from, like, you know, from not sleeping well. And so I get up jerkily and I see a shadow figure watching me. It looked like a man standing man like like six feet tall like taller than me like six two or something wearing a top hat and just Ew. staring oh my, oh my god it was so bad like i kept like imagining i was like dude am i seeing things i would lay down close my eyes a little bit and i would get up and look at it's still there watching me Ooh. it was so bad mm-hmm. and so i was like you know what i'm really thirsty because my i was really dehydrated <laughs> <laughs> you always thirsty again. I know. Every, time, no, Every I, single story, you get thirsty, Corbin. They're gonna bring you a glass of water next time. Oh yes, please. Anyways, what? so oh. I was like, you know what? I'm just probably seeing things. So I grabbed the cup, went to my grandma's kitchen, and I went back down to sit down on the couch, watch some watch some TV, and the figure was gone. It was really bad. And when I turned off the TV. It was still gone. Like, I would, like, think, like, oh, maybe if I turn off the TV, it'll still be there. Nope. It was gone. You came but... from them toes. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look up, like, a shadow figure with a top hat, it means someone that's going to die in your family. Oh. <gasps> oh. And here comes the scary part. When I looked that up, it, I kind of got really scared. When I looked that up, and, like, a couple months later... I heard that my great grandma's sister died. Oh. Oh my god. That's crazy. And I was like, whole oh. I was Did like Did you tell your family about it before? Yeah. I told my mom and I told my I told my grandma, like, this is like the scariest stuff. Like this happened to me and everything else and blah blah blah. And they're like, Maybe it's just your grandpa, blah blah blah. And I'm like, No, <laughs> if you look it up, it like it even said like one of your family members oh, no. would die. That's they're like concerning. And they were like, yeah. you know, it's just life, Corbin. You know, it's nothing bad. I was like, dude, I saw it. It saw me. It uh-huh. like it killed one of our family members. Why are you gonna say it's life? But ever since like that happened, I haven't seen that figure ever again at my grandma's house. Like it was like the oh, one. Was it your thing. grandma's house? Yes, that's the worst. I would. I was freaking out because I didn't know if it was like my great grandma that would die. I thought it was my yeah. grandma gonna die. Yeah, but it was my great grandma's sister. Which I was really upset, but I didn't know her that much. You know what yeah. I mean? But I was, it scared me to the point where I had to like drink water again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm too thirsty. Wow, it was like really scary. I was so, no, <laughs> I was so clueless and I was so scared. Like, I didn't know what to do when, like, oh my God. when my great grandma's sister passed away. It was so sad, dude. Yeah. 
but yeah those are like my four ghost stories and if you if you want to look it up type in shadowy figure with a top hat and read it like the description that i've heard of that but i've heard of it and like um when you're dreaming so if you see it when you're dreaming oh, yeah. it's like a sign you know what i mean just like when you see yeah, spiders but I or like saw it. yeah but i saw it like without a dream i yeah. saw it with my like eyes open parched for water parched eyes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my parched mouth <laughs> But, yeah, if I had to, like, mm-hmm. pick one of the scariest, you know, ghost stories I'm talking about right now, it would be the one I was just, I just said. Like, that was, like, one of the yeah. ones that, like, really scared me and changed my life. Yeah. I have okay. a question for you. What's that? Corbin. How have these um, paranormal events affected you today? To be honest, I haven't seen any, like, shadowy figures ever since. I would always be afraid, like, I'll see one in, like, my doorway watching me again. Mm. Or I would hear, like, a random sound, which I had, but I just ignored it because I thought it was rats. It was a knocking on my <laughs> wall again. And I said, oh, open up. I thought it was Andrew. And I was like, oh, hey, Andrew. Like, you know. <laughs> but other than that, I think it still scares me to the point if I see that figure one more time, I would literally just start crying. I would, like, I would call you any of you and say i need to talk to someone real quick like that's like I would traumatizing have a, oh my yeah, god yeah so I scary was, i was traumatized it was like a death threat it was like a death threat i'm sorry it was scary like i didn't like it, it like if i ever see that thing again i would be more scared because i don't know who would die next i don't yeah. know it would be someone from my dad's side or my mom's side or like any other friend it meant like Mm -hmm. family member but i don't know if it's just only family members or people you consider family yeah that's what i'm saying yeah so i'm just like i swear if i ever see that figure one more time i need to like i i would be having a panic attack like that really traumatized me ever since i saw that it was so scary anyways um can i pick who goes next yeah uh, but before what? we move on, before we move on, um, I just want to talk about uh actually being in your house because Uh-oh. I remember the one time I ever went to your house was when you had your birthday party thing, right? Oh and yeah. And I had gone there early, and you had actually talked to me about your sister's thing. Yeah. But it was like after the after the fact that I had told you, hey. Like I don't like the I don't like your hallway, and I was like telling you I don't like your hallway, and then I didn't like Caden's room. I was like I don't like his room. I don't like the vibes from his room. And you were yeah, like, oh, oh, weird shit happens in his room all the time. And then you were like, oh my gosh, telling me about Ooh. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really, I just really hate the energy there. And like I hated being there. So I was always in your room, or we would go outside. Mm-hmm. You remember that? If yeah, like I just. Hallway- is so scary when it's daylight the hallway is always dark for no that's reason freaky. that's freaky your hallways like it's too. heavy like the air just mm-hmm. there too yeah. you can feel it like it's dense it's just like it, i don't know it's i don't cold. like it it's always yeah it's cold, cold. it's cold but yeah. and you can feel the air conditioner on high no, no. but you can no, 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 feel no, 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 the no. temperature <laughs> changes like yeah yeah you would feel like know. a, you know, you'll be in your room for a while, and then when you go to like my hallway, it'll be like it's just different. cold, yeah. Huh. yeah, yeah, or like yeah, a weird yeah, like 
like a like a weird vibe like you don't like like a, yeah. like a shady a shady vibe i couldn't think of the word yeah and if you go to like my you know my brother's room oh my god it's not even like funny it's his room so, freaks me out it's yeah so, for no reason too because yeah there's nothing going on in there it's just the energy from like radiating off the room yeah like, it's just and so I'm not bad saying my, my brother's room is like you know trashy or like scary or anything but it gives <laughs> it it gives off like 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 yeah i get what feelings you that you don't like mm-hmm. and i think this in this house is really old like I can't even explain how old it is. It's, like, really old. But other than that, um, who am I picking? Oh, I can pick, huh? Yeah, you can pick, I guess. Unless somebody wants to go first. Or after. Mm, I actually want to hear um, Ross's. You picked on me, but then you forgot. No. <laughs> no I, just really like... I just didn't want to pick you. Pick you. I want to hear Ross, because I already heard Uh-oh. yours. Oh. Okay. okay, uh, if that's fine with everyone, I have a couple pretty much like anyone else. Um, uh, I guess, um, oh, yeah, so let's start. Um, my stepdad who raised me and then passed away a few years ago, his mom died, um, when he was younger as well, but I didn't learn about his, his mom, um, until I was probably like eight or nine. But my dad was in my life since I was, like, like one years old, basically. And my mom had told me um, a few years ago that when I was little, I would talk to my grandma, um, Jeanette, in my sleep, <laughs> which was really weird. But she said that she had caught me a few times in my bed, like, just kind of muttering. And then um, she would, like, ask me, like, who was I talking to? And then I'd be like, oh, I was talking to Grandma Jeanette. Um, so that's really interesting and scary. But it's not a story I can really expand on because I don't remember any of it. And I was like three or four at the time. Um, but other than that, that's that's like my earliest paranormal memory. Um, but most of what I do remember is like at the place I just moved out of. Um, so the place I just moved out of, um, it's been there for a good while. It's a, it's a house in a pretty rough shape, you know? And, um, so some of my family members, um, grew up in that house. Um, but what's sad about it is that there was a family death on the property, like, uh, quite a while before I was born. Um, but I did, um, you know, learn about it (laughs) a little while after we were living there. Um, sorry, I, like, can't think. (laughs) Um, so, right off the bat, like, when you're in that house, it's very dense energy. Like, what Amadeus and Corbin were saying about, like, the hallway and Caden's room and you know, his parents' room, it's very much the same situation. Um, It's just, yeah, it's really just intense when you are in that home. It's very heavy. Um, And, like, my room and the laundry room were the absolute worst. Like, you just felt like you were sinking 
Um, oh, I sound like really shaky. It's because I did not eat. <laughs> uh, so go get a little snack. Go eat. I know. Yeah, go get a snack. <laughs> that made me so We're sad. All like, you wait, said that. Wait, wait, wait. Dude, 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 dude. When you were talking, I felt I got the something touching my neck. Like... Me too. No, 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 no. I got the chills too, and I felt something touching my neck. I don't That's like being like this, guys. I got the chills, but like I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be all dramatic. I know. <laughs> no, but, like, but my legs are chilly. But when you were like, when you were talking about like the weird rooms, all of a sudden I just like got a vibe of like I looked back in my chair and I imagined someone watching me, and then all of a sudden I just felt like a brush on my back, and oh god, Henry was caressing you. <laughs> Henry. Or what's his name? Andrew. Oh, Andrew was Andrew. caressing you. Uh, yeah. Talking about these situations definitely does make you hyper aware of your surroundings. Um, but as far as like personally, my earliest um encounter with anything paranormal in that house, besides you know just those really heavy feelings, were as an act of defiance. And as, um, you know, a 10-year-old having unsupervised internet access, you know, with my first phone, um, I thought it would be a great, fabulous idea to go digging on the internet and look up, like, satanic rituals. (laughs) Which I don't buy into the idea that all Satanism is evil because it isn't. But I think some facets of that ideology or religion can be. And I think there were evil acts done in the name of that religion. So I think that's kind of what I stumbled upon. And I don't remember much. uh, But I do remember watching this video on some shady website. And I was laying down. And my legs started falling asleep. And I thought that was weird. So I started wiggling, like, you know, my legs and, like, moving my feet around. Um, But my legs just got, like, really, really cold, and, like, they just felt really fuzzy, and I could literally feel it creeping up my body. Like, it was just, it was so strange and, like, just awful. So I panicked, and I ran outside, and this is, like, in the middle of the day. I'm home alone with my little sister um, because it was summer, and my mom was working, Um, so I, yeah, I just bolted outside into the backyard, and I just kind of sat there like, what the heck? Um, and I could not step inside without just having the most awful, like, shaky and, like, nauseous feeling. So I stayed outside until, like, 6 o'clock (laughs) p.m. when my mom got home, and I felt safe enough to be like, okay, she's here, I can step inside now. But um, that affected my sleeping long-term, for sure. Um, Like, I very much so struggled to sleep at night because, like, I felt like something was watching me or, like, I felt like I could hear something or, like, it was leaning over me. But eventually, as time went on, I got over it. But, like, this, yeah, that really affected my, my sleep and everything. And, like, it gave me issues with school and whatnot because I would, like, pull all-nighters, like, regularly. I'm, like, a little kid, but (laughs) I'm pulling all-nighters. But eventually, yeah, so it got better. And then I ended up changing rooms to what was, you know, my most recent room. It had previously served as an office space, and it's, like, 
it's pretty small. It was like slightly lower than the rest of the house, but in my opinion, that room felt so much worse. I was in there alone. I had, you know, the back door in there. Um, I felt so unsafe. Um, so my sleep in there was worse. Um, but we're gonna like just sort of way in the future. This um, is after my dad died. So this this story is a little touchy and it could have been a manifestation of my own anxiety, but I really, I don't think it was. Um, so, you know, eighth grade, my dad died. Um, and that January, I like, you know, I was just, you know, I was still dealing with it. Um, but I'd started sleeping in my room again. I just kind of slept in the living room to watch TV at night to, like, distract myself um, from what was going on and, like, dealing with that loss and grief. Um, So I went back into my room. I was getting ready to sleep. It was, like, it was really late. I feel like it was, like, 1 a.m. And I felt, um, like, hands on me, like, real, like, hands like wrapping around my body as I'm like I've like my back um like facing the rest of my room and I'm like kind of crouched towards like facing the inside um against the wall and I felt these hands wrap around me and like oh my god it was just it was the scariest thing I've ever experienced like my heart just it dropped and I didn't know what to do but um I eventually just kind of uh ran out of my room and sat in the hallway until I felt it was an appropriate time to come to my mother and be like hey hey I just felt something um touch me and eventually I did in like a crying panic and she was like what's going on like what's going on why are you freaking out I was like something touched me something touched me in my room I can't sleep in there so um yeah I didn't I stopped sleeping there for a few months Um, And then I tried again, and then I did not sleep in my room, not a single time once since, (laughs) like, literally up until we moved out. That's why I refused to sleep in my room, because I'd felt something touch me in there. Um, But what's really, really interesting to me that, like, confirms this wasn't a manifestation of my anxiety was um, my mom called a medium, and I've, like usually been pretty skeptic of the psychic industry and mediums just because like I know that they can use clues to like predict something that's going on in your life and then like give you these vague inferences about like what's going on and then they'll like totally rip you off so it was like you know all right you're seeing a medium I'm not gonna say anything on the matter but I have my doubts so first of all she didn't over the phone and she did it anonymously. So she only gave the medium her first name and her phone number. And she didn't tell him what's um, going on um, and, like, why she had contacted him. Um, but he got things pretty on the nose. So he had said that we, like, just faced a really major loss. Um, and, you know, we were dealing with a lot of grief and um it was something that we weren't expecting and the person who died died kind of young which you know was pretty true like it's kind of 
my dad, you know, he wasn't the youngest, but it's still, it's shocking for a parent to die at this age. Um, so that was freaky. Then the medium had, um, this very specific, um, like visual of stuff, just lots and lots of things. So the fun thing about um, my room was I had a closet in there that I couldn't use because it was literally packed to the brim with my dad's things, like just his hockey gear, shirts, like just all of his little knickknacks, like just completely stuffed into that closet. Um, So it was, yeah, it was really freaky that the medium was like, there is just this huge heaping pile of things and that's drawing a lot of energy to it. And like, when, if that stays in there, it's not going to go away. Like, that is a lot of just really, it's a lot of concentrated energy in one pile. And we were like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, how would he know that? How do, how would he know that we have a huge pile of my dead dad's things in my room? Um, but he also said, and this was really strange to me, that the person we had lost was trying to, like, contact us. Um, and that, um, whatchamacallit, um, and that he couldn't get through to my mom, so he wanted to get through, through me, and so, like, I was the one to, like, feel something, or, like, like, experience something going on, um, and with this, and the scariest thing he said was that, um, he mentioned our birthdays, and he said, like, the person who was coming through said, don't forget about me, and made my birthday and his birthday significant. And me and my dad shared a birthday. We have the exact same birthday. And that was always like a funny, big thing. Like, what a funny coincidence in our family. So I was, you know, contacted by something, be it my dad or not, I don't know. But it is really crazy that this medium who, you know, knew nothing about us, um, predicted that and like, you know, saw some of the stuff that was going on. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, there were a few little things that happened in the house, like throughout the years that were really strange or weird, but like nothing I could say for sure was like paranormal activity or not. So yeah, that's it. Wow. Oh my gosh. That made me really sad. I almost like shed a tear or I almost cried to be honest. And yeah, me too. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, my but, whole body has like, I, I think it's just cold in here, but my whole body's like cold. I, like I'm not like sure goosebumps. Be, yeah, not goosebumps. But my legs are like kind of like uh, jittery, chilly. Yeah, mm. a little. Yeah. To be honest, when you were talking, I randomly felt like an icy cold touch on my like elbow. It was so <laughs> like I'm not trying to be like. Oh my um, god, but like if Corbin was... just leaves, we all know where he went. He's gone. Oh shit, <laughs> my phone. <laughs> but other than that, it's really sad to hear your story, Ross. And that's really like like surprising and like shocking to hear what like the medium says. Yeah. Stuff about like yeah. your father and how like your birthday's similar to him. H- how he like guessed your birthday and how he guessed his birthday. And then it was just, it, that was, it was surprising. I was, it was like, yeah, it was, you know, pretty crazy. I'm um, speechless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. it is interesting to me that like the the uh, stuff that happened in the house I feel like was very connected to familial death you know be it on mm, the property mm-hmm. or not like you know that definitely played a a role in things that went on there it's it's so it's so touching and like moving because imagine how much energy like how much love he had for you that he was able to like pass through and touch you like that takes a lot yeah. of energy mm-hmm. like that's why that's why for me like it, it made me a little emotional because that just shows you how much like he really cared you know like he loved you yeah like, he really loved you mm-hmm. yeah and like he, generally and- speaking i considered myself like a skeptic of like any of these things for a long time but that entire series of events like there's no real way to describe it <laughs> so yeah, yeah i can't be a, a skeptic ross like how did your mom feel like if like when the mm. medium told her that he tried to contact her um it was like try to get through to her that whole day because we had like uh well my mom specifically had like made a day out of that phone call um you know and i think she did it more like just to see you know if like what i had experienced was real um but she was very much so like like she was she was shocked but she was like it makes sense because Mm -hmm. again she had told me when i was little that i was like talking to my dead grandmother his mom and like she'd she said that like i have always been more like aware to that thing if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. some people Mm -hmm. just sense things stronger than others do and she Mm -hmm. said um she said yeah it it makes sense and she was just kind of like yeah it's really crazy and it it was kind of an emotional day yeah oh i I was the poor you guys like very emotional like crying type of way yeah we weren't like you know like we weren't exacerbated you know like we weren't like just like you guys were just in like grief but yeah we were emotional okay well um you can pick your our next victim um you can pay cassie or afton or Amadeus. cassie do you have any stories i think mm, well to be honest i don't know like i believe in this kind of stuff like you know like ghosts and spirits and all that but yeah i'm not sure if i've ever had like an encounter like i always hear like people in my family like being like oh like my house is haunted or you know like i've experienced or i've seen things like orbs or whatever but yeah, i don't then, think oh, then you should happened? talk about the story about like which family member saw it then oh okay talk about what was that story about the something killing your one of your family members goats or something <gasps> oh, oh. <laughs> Oh my god. Wasn't it the, the we talking my favorite? About... Yeah. The... Were we talking about like the urban legend about like the Yeah, um... the chupacabra? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> you want me to tell that? Does yes. that one fit? I I mean it's yes. my favorite one. It's a demonic okay. it's a demonic, but a demonic figure, so it's gonna be a good um, one. But um my mom used to live in a house in Fontana and like um <laughs> They used to have rabbits in the back, and um, one night, or 
Yeah, like, I guess, like, one morning, they all found them, like, all of them were dead with, like, a little hole in their, I think it was, like, their necks or, like, their body. Like, they're obviously, like, you know, punctured, like, they died. But um, my grandpa was, like, you know, it's the chupacabra. Like, that's it. That's what it is. And he spent literal, like, day and night I don't know how for how long if it was like two days or if it was it was quite some time but he was like set on like finding him and like you know he was gonna catch him so he would like sit down if my mom said he like sat down on like the back like the backyard and he had his um his shotgun ready ready to like shoot it down but like he never found it and also like my mom says she remembers like him calling it into like the news and trying to report it and I still try to find the like little news interview but I just can't I gotta keep digging but once I find it I'll show you guys because I find it so funny but yeah that's it he was on the news that's fantastic (laughs) Such a crazy event. Like, my grandpa, of all people, you know, is out there trying to hunt down his rabbit killer with the shotgun. I bet you he found it, and then the government, like, tracked him down and took it. And then they brainwashed (laughs) him. said, you better not say anything. Yeah. Like, what is it, Men in Black? Like, Men in Black? Yeah, literally. (laughs) And then they wipe your memory. (laughs) That's what happened. Cassie, who do you want to pick, Afton or Almadis? I'll go Afton because she kept slipping from everybody's grasp. Oh, oh. I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm in class and the teacher called on me. I know, like we're pulling popsicle and sticks attention. and then she forgets. <gasps> oh my god! Corbin called on me, but then he picked again, so I was like, Shh. "No, because I picked, <laughs> I, I picked Ross." I was like, "We already know your story." <laughs> oh well, I well, you were talking, Corbin. I remembered like a couple more. And they all Ooh. happened in my house. Like mm. to add to when Corbin, when you were talking about how thirsty you were with, on all of your stories, um, <laughs> I want to point out that I've heard that spirits are actually like more attracted to like water, like having a glass mm, yeah. out like near you, like in your like near your bed or whatever. Oh, so Wait, that might really? be a thing. Yeah. So like yeah. they just make me very dehydrated. It drains you dry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the water is like uh, it's like a medium. It's just a yeah. way to get to you. It's not necessarily like they dehydrate yeah. you, but yeah, <laughs> it makes they sense. You dry. Like it That's makes sense. I... They all. I always wake up from me being dehydrated. It's really weird. Well, maybe you didn't drink enough water, but yeah, you know, that, that be, could also yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, but the lack of sleep I never taught, like I never got and like never drink any water. Like I would always wake up all the time. But when I drink water and I feel good and I didn't like all of that, like, okay, when I was taking care of like, you know, myself, when I realized about stuff, I drank a lot of water and I like, you know, back down some crappy food and whatever. And so I was being healthy and <laughs> I woke up like at 3 a.m. The weirdest time, too. And I was dehydrated. That's the devil's hour. That is the yeah. devil's hour. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Do you guys anyways. feel anything weird when you go to my house? Because I think everyone's yes. been there. Really? All the time. Um, I, uh, All yeah. the time. And I literally, 
I really because I know you yeah, sleep I, over a lot. Yeah, I really dislike when I think the safest room in your house is it has to be it's, your room. It has yeah, to be your room. room. Because, like, okay, the kitchen, it's fine, right? It's just the kitchen. Like, mm, every mm-hmm. once in a while, it's just, like, kind of heavy oh, yeah, in can there, I tell but you not really. The yeah. kitchen, you know how I have, there's that, like, china cabinet right by my kitchen? Because we knocked yeah. out the wall. Yeah, so the uh... china cabinet has, like, lights built in. So when you uh-huh. tap it, it's like a touch sensor. So you tap it, and then the lights turn on for uh-huh. the glass display window and like when all this stuff was happening those lights always turned on at night so when we woke up the lights were on but Ooh. like you can only turn it on by tapping it and it's so freaky Mm-mm. that's scary wait really yeah that your china house? cabinet with all the mugs on. you're kidding house has weird energy i i haven't been there enough to say it's like inherently bad or good it's just it's very strange I feel like it, it has <laughs> I to. Know, I yeah. feel like it has to be a family thing, because mm-hmm. when when like the energy isn't like a, it's not negative in any way. Like because or else I wouldn't go over to your house. I'm not kidding. Like I would be like because no, my dad's no, friend not is really like into that stuff, and he said our house has like warm energy. Like it's inviting. Yeah. It's homey. I feel like there's something there, not necessarily that something bad happened but something happened there that's significant like you can feel it mm-hmm. in you when you're in there like the air is like it's heavy in there it's just sometimes I I feel like it's hard to breathe in there and then that's why I'll just stay at the door mm-hmm. and then like it's just I don't know what it is but sometimes it just really wears me out for no reason like I'll just go in there and come out and I'll be like oh like I'll feel sick no but more I don't know I don't know I feel like, Amadeus, like, you and me are similar in a sense that, like, we can walk into a house, and if it's too much, we just can't be there. Yeah, we can't go in there. And, like, we're kind of sensitive. Not, like, that we're, like, psychics, but we're sensitive (laughs) to the energy a house has. It's always little things that happen in my house. Like, it's nothing, like, huge, dramatic. Like, I've never seen anything. But one thing, I was, like, like, it was, like, a couple years ago, and it was, like, in my room like above my ceiling like above my bed i would hear this ticking noise it's and it was rats. like no it was like a clock and it was like always there when i was going to bed and oh. i heard it and it was like on and off it was like ticking i always went to sleep to it but like i always heard it and one night it just stopped and that was it there's like nothing no like interesting thing to it but it was just kind of freaky cuz I always heard the ticking noise when I was going to sleep, and I was always wondering where it was, and I thought it was my fan, so I always used to turn off my fan, but the noise kind of, like, moved around the room, like, around my ceiling and then above my bed and stuff. I never figured out what it was, but that's it. Maybe, like, I'm not trying to be, like, rude or anything, but we have rat situations in my house <laughs> i don't think i have rats <laughs> but you no no no, no. Like sorry, you can, though. Like, sorry rats, to be the one no, to tell you it didn't sound Check like it a out. rat it sounded like a clock 
like a clock floating. Clock, clock. ticking is very specific because it's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which Corbin's like, uh, it wasn't, but maybe it was a, no, a it's rat in your wall. It's the rats clicking their tongues <laughs> after. Please, I know the rats will stop watchers. The rats actually brought a grandfather clock into your walls, and that's why. <laughs> I feel you like it can't wasn't an stop animal, them. though. Though you know, because it was like it moved around, like it floated around the room, kind of, and yeah. it like it like it was consistent. To where yeah. it was like, it sounded like a clock, but it got slower and faster. But I was like curious about the clock ticking noise because I felt like, like Ross said, it's a really specific noise to be hearing, and then it's weird for it to be, you know, moving around the room in such a weird and specific way. So I looked it up, and there was like, surprisingly, a lot of people had the same experience with it. And I thought that was interesting. It's also like some kind of medical condition. So maybe that's the explanation for it. But also it was so weird because I read one story of someone that had used the sound to communicate. And a lot of people think that the sound is someone trying to communicate with you. So I was trying to sleep one night and I heard the ticking noise and it was so loud and it was just annoying me. So I like rolled over and I was like, please, you know, like, please stop just this night i'm so tired and then it had slowed down and then stopped so i feel like i don't know what that noise was because i thought it was my fan but i had turned my fan off for a while and it was still there and um you know there's no attic around my room i don't have any clocks in my room so i don't know what it was but it went on for like a year i think like i heard that noise for a year and then it finally disappeared once all the paranormal stuff in my house me and my family just addressed it we went in the kitchen and we all held hands and we were like okay you know like whoever's here and is doing all this stuff please like we love you but leave and that was the end of it i think besides the doll of course but this doll so i was in a thrift store in la and i had come across this doll it was like on a shelf it was like really beat up and old looking and it was like a dollar i think maybe two dollars and I was like, this is, like, really creepy, you know, like, I had recently, like, seen stories about haunted dolls and stuff, and I was like, I felt, like, drawn to the doll, so I bought it, and then I brought it home, and nothing happened for, like, a week. I think this has happened recently, because I got the doll, like, a long time ago, but recently, like, after I've had it for a while, it's been moving around on the shelf I put it on. It'll, like, fall over sometimes, and I'll hear it fall. And so I'll go and prop it back up and then it'll fall over again or it'll like move around the shelf onto different spaces on the shelf. Like in front of different books and stuff. But that's everything I've experienced with it. Like nothing like scary has happened except for that. So I don't know if it's the doll or if it's like, you know, because there's a lot of earthquakes here. So maybe it's that. Maybe, um, maybe it's my dog running into the cabinet. I don't know. But that is kind of weird. And it hasn't happened recently, ever since I've um, fixed the doll's leg. So I think um, it's all cool now. All of the things I've experienced have been in my house. I don't think, besides my grandma's old house, I was really freaked out by her old house. Something about it, because I spent like a lot of time over there, even though it was really far from my house, because my grandma hadn't lived close at the time. I had always came over and visited her, and I something was always weird in that house. Like, I always felt like something was watching me, especially in my grandpa's old room, which 
had a lot of his old stuff in it, like his cars and stuff. So I thought that was really, you know, kind of freaky, but I never saw anything. For the stuff that happened in my house, it's always, I think it's always like family related stuff because it doesn't feel like creepy. I just kind of notice that stuff happens. Obviously, I was sitting at the kitchen table and I was just eating. I think I was eating or I might have been doing homework. And it wasn't windy outside or anything, so I don't think anything could have been moving it. But our fireplace doors were like kind of, it looked like someone was pulling them open and then like pushing it closed. And that went on for like 30 seconds. So I took out my, you know, my phone camera because I had it right next to me and I started recording it. And it didn't stop once I pulled out my phone. So I thought, you know, that's weird because like you hear all these stories about people experiencing paranormal stuff, but you know, they never get it on camera. So I thought that was kind of freaky, but I also feel like maybe there was an explanation for it. But then another thing that happened in the same area of my house, in our kitchen, we have like, you know, blinds on the windows and they were shut one day and I was like coming into the kitchen and I saw it looked like someone had had their hand on it and they were like running their hand like up and down the um, window blinds. And then they were also like shaking like it was windy or something. But I had my phone out and I was taking a video and you can see the um, windows are shut. So I, there was no wind coming in the room and then also the fan was off. So I never figured out what that was. That sounds... Ew, I don't like that. Is it Ominous' turn? Ominous oh, is like the last person, turn. so your turn, girly. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. Uh, the f- Wait, um, so I remember one time we dropped off Olivia and it was like the first time that I ever like I think that we ever like drove and like we were at the same place for so long and then it, my dad was wearing like his Bigfoot slippers I don't know if you remember and he was like <laughs> yes. cutting them outside of his car window as he drove down the road and then I remember dropping you off but it your house it wasn't like it wasn't scary but it was like you know in movies where you see like the that house on top of the hill and it just gives off like these weird like mysterious yeah. vibes. That's what your house felt like. And then for me, I I mean I've had some weird stuff happen, but for us I guess it wouldn't be seen as something out of the ordinary. It's like oh yeah that happens you know, um, and. I think the earliest thing that I can remember was where, when we were living in the house that I grew up in here in LA for for a while. And then um, I used to, my mom would like put me to bed and it would be, she'd knock out. And then all of a sudden, uh, like there would be a little girl and then she would come in my room like every other like night sometimes. And then she'd be like, she'd ask me about my day and whatnot and I never really talked about it because I thought it was like a oh it's just like my um imaginary friend or whatever but then um I think it came up when we went to go visit an old friend over there and then it turns out that um a little girl actually got run over right in front of the house and then I think they either live there or in the house behind there so I don't really know but like the way they describe her is exactly the way I saw her every night that she'd come in and ask me how my day was and if I was okay and then like at times where I was like upset she would like be there and be very comforting and she was just really warm but 
yeah, that's like the first thing ever that happened to me that isn't necessarily normal, I guess. Um, and then in pretty much in every house that I've lived in, I've always had like um, little things happen to me, like. Uh, I'll hear, um, usually I encounter a lot of children. Um, I don't know why that is, and it's kind of scary sometimes. But it's usually, like, uh, like, I'll get my books thrown off of my shelves sometimes, or I'll get my windows opened and closed, I'll get my doors opened and closed. Um, I'll hear running down the halls, um, laughing, um... I think one time that's like a recent, like a recent, recent time. And I think it's the last time that I've ever experienced anything recently as a recently, but um, it was like the, the second house, the, the second to last house that I was living in before we moved back over here. And uh, I was doing my hair in the morning cause I have to get up early in the morning, shower, you know, dry or whatever. And I had all my products laid out. And then, um, like, in that house, I would always hear running up and down the halls and laughing. And then we had a rocking chair that would turn into a bed. And then we'd always, I'd always hear it rock. Like, it was just rocking. And then you'd hear, like, little footsteps everywhere. And it was just, I, I hated being there. I hated being there. Um, but well, that day, I was doing my hair or whatever. I was trying to be so quiet, and then I heard laughing, like, loud, loud laughing, and I was like, uh, uh, I'm gonna go check to see if it was my sister or whatever, and then I looked out, and there was nothing there, except for the chair rocking, it was just rocking back and forth, back and forth, and I was like, not again, so then I go into the bathroom, and I close the door to make sure I'm quiet, and like, nobody can hear me, and then all of a sudden, um, all of my products like they're slowly getting pushed off the counter and I'm like bro can you just like not do that like it's not the time and then I hear laughing and then all of my products fall off the counter like they get thrown like like if somebody hit them like hit them with their whole arm and like they scattered everywhere and I was livid I was like bro can you get out and then my door opened like the bathroom door opened and then I heard like footsteps like walk out like leave like, I think that was, like, the most real, like, thing that I've actually interacted with, like, something that I've come across from or whatever. Yeah, that was that was really weird. I thought that was really weird because it didn't even hit me until afterward. And I was like, oh, like, that's not, that's not fun. But, yeah, a lot of things happened in that house. Like, my grandma, she actually fell in that house because she has really bad arthritis and uh hip problems and one day out of nowhere she said that she felt somebody grab her ankle and she fell and then they had to take her to the hospital to make sure she didn't break any bones because she has osteoporosis but it was scary like things would happen that you wouldn't think would happen like sometimes you would lose things and then like they wouldn't show up for like a few days and then all of a sudden it show up in the front door or something like that. Or um, another thing that happened during Christmas that me and my dad like freaked out about it for a while was we were coming home from school one day and then 
um, we were hanging out on the porch um, with our dog. And then all of a sudden, the vents right next to the door, like the front door, all of a sudden, you just hear Christmas music, like a music box. And it's like slowly turning and turning and turning. And um, I forgot what like what the song was, but it was like, we were like, where is that coming from? Where is that coming from? So we look in there and there's nothing in there. Like we opened the vent like, and there was nothing in there. And we checked inside because it was still going. Like this, the music was still going. And we were like, where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? And to this day, we don't know what it was. We do not know what it was. Um, but like things like that would always happen. Like it, it was just like, a, oh, um, that's cool. Like that happened again. And then we went on with our day. Yeah. Your stories oh, that really is so made crazy. Me... Oh, yeah. I know. Like I feel terrified. Mine <laughs> I thought mine was worse, but yours is like a whole other level. Like, like and I think to this day, I think some of like the houses, um, I well, I think I I had something in my possession that um it was the same it was the same spirit for a while because it was just so how how do you say it's like um comfortable with like messing with me it was so comfortable with being Mm -hmm. there and and doing all these things and I was like um okay like so I don't know what it was but um this is kind of crazy but somebody uh robbed us (laughs) and then i think they stole something with the energy that was connecting the spirit like linking them to me so i don't have it anymore probably like putting them through it now Mm -hmm. (laughs) i hope you better give me Uh, back i have a question Mm -hmm. so whenever like you feel lonely do you ever like feel comfort when like you feel like that little girl was there like when you hear like the laugh or something do you feel comfort or you feel like scared um, it depends. It it depends on what house I was in. So with the little girl, um, I felt huge amounts of comfort because, um, at the time I was really lonely, and um, my mom was. Why the hell is it always kids that made home. us feel comfort? Like I swear. <laughs> yeah, my mom was always like working, you know, to do what she had to do. Um, and then it was just sometimes it would just be like my grandma, like me, and and Emily. But yeah, it's like that was comforting. But I think the one where all my stuff got thrown off the counter, that was a completely different like um, mm-hmm. spirit, I guess, or yeah, an entity or whatever. Wow. Yeah, this yeah. was this was like very very interesting about everyone's different ghost stories. I mean, like Ca- Cassie's is like different from our. <laughs> Cassie from- is my favorite. <laughs> Cassie oh, is God. about the chupacabra. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just but- love how he stayed like out there for literal days like slept outside i can picture it too That's what's so funny. <laughs> yeah like you just hear sense. you just hear snoring outside and you're like oh my god it's the chupacabra no it's your grandpa i know <laughs> but if i had to pick my favorite ghost story that i heard it would be ominous yeah me too ross has made me emotional and like yeah uh, mm-hmm. ominous has made me like feel like all twitchy and weird Fear. like it's freaking mm-hmm. me out <laughs> i mean i don't see it as scary just because it happens so often you know what i mean so mm-hmm. I yeah don't know. things like that would happen where i'd get my stuff thrown and I'd see, like, a little kid peering out of my closet every, like, other night or whatever. But, oh, jeez. 
as we say our stories now, I'm like, I'm ready to see something when I go to bed. Like, I'm prepared. <laughs> I'm not. I know. Catch I'm me not. have my first encounter. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Like, Hold up. Get my first encounter with the Top Hat Man. Oh, my God. No, I I've heard so much good things. No. <laughs> We're oh so God, happy to tall. see you. <laughs> I'm ready to no, hear. No, thank you. Uh, okay. If, okay. I was reading about him, and now I'm, I, in my mind, I'm, like, going to think about him. And that's, well, like... But- Okay. Don't attract that. Yeah. 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 If you right are now, harping on there's... something and you're constantly thinking about something, it's gonna happen. Then that it's you're gonna bringing happen. that energy towards you. Mm-hmm. It's like you're asking it to come over. You're like, mm, figure in a hut, come over. But <laughs> dinner together. You really said pick me, and See, but I don't think you want to be picked, Corbin. Choose me. The only reason why he appears is for negative emotions, but it's been positive. So you're a pretty negative person. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you really want me to be negative right now to meet him again? <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh-uh. other than that, this was our episode two. We're really happy that you get to hear our stories, like emotional. This one was so much easier than yeah. the first one because mm-hmm. I had this... that one was so hard to record. No, but I feel like because you didn't have, have any t- like a topic. Yeah. yeah, and we have this plan too. We were just like, you know what, we gotta do a ghost story one, and we're like, sure, and we just did it. Yeah, but other than that, um, thank yeah. you, Amethyst. Oh yeah, thank I you know. for our special yes. guest, Amethyst. Wait, plug and- in oh your God. stuff. Plug in your stuff. Plug oh. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Go follow me at H T T P. Period A M A D I S on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah, she has it all. Do it. Anyways, we'll put maybe it in, Facebook. We'll, I don't know. We'll put the you link in our description below. So we'll be you... checking if you actually. Follow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Check. And check out check out my Depop too, which will also be in the link tree. And Lily's book on my yeah my both of my businesses, my family businesses. Um, and they'll be in my link tree in my Instagram bio. Alrighty. Yes. On a count of three, we all say goodbye. Ready? Oh, that's so sad. I know. <laughs> We're never gonna make another episode. I'm, I'm, I won't be back for like a yes, year. Yes, you will. This yes, is you will. the last. I, I disappear off the face of the earth. I'll be back. Bye, world. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Okay, on the count of three. <laughs> One, two, two, three. Bye. Bye. Bye.